Previously on Polyamory. We roll through the village and there's just a lot of angry looking villagers. They look sick to death. So as you start passing through town, clods of dirt start getting chucked at you. Bloody chipmunks. Bloody state of them. And they point towards sort of the side of the bakery and there is literally... One monk's just pissing. The robe is no longer like the nice clean nope. uh, mustard colour. Now they're just covered in like vomit and, and, and just nasty stains. You notice that the plants are all, all the potato plants are starting to look really withered and unattended. They're clearly not being looked after anymore. You're finding more and more of the monks just sort of lying in ditches by the side of the road. It's bad in here. It's really bad. It used to be all prim and tidy and collected and there's just a lot of mess here. And somewhere sort of about midway up the bleachers, there's Pussmare just chugging away with a few hardcore disciples. Hey! Oh, for fuck's sake. Can't say I was expecting this. That's what God wants. Oh, this is what she wanted to do. She think we could send her back to the, the tavern? Do you want me to get her back to the tavern? It might be healthier for everyone. You need to go and apologise to the furbolgs. You need to sort out that fucking mess you've made out there. And you need to do something productive with your time. Yeah, no more chips. Any chance you'd be able to help me locate a, a, a bomb that was created to set off um, some No More Nightmares uh, drugs in, onto the planet? That doesn't sound like something that Dendar would be terribly happy about. No, it, it doesn't. There is an item still in Croak Manor that may assist you in your onward journey, but to fully use it, you will need to seek assistance. The item you seek is found in the vault behind the study where your final battle with Pepsco Croak took place. There is a vault there. Few items of any real importance there. But if you look for the galaxy, you will have an item beyond powerful once you know how to use it. It was meant for you. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, does everybody remember where we were? Um, we had gone to the uh, the chipmunks you and to see the chipmunks. Yeah. Uh, dealt with the fact they were all alcohol poisoning themselves to death. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I had a little conversation upstairs with a certain god who might have pointed me in the direction of somewhere else to get some source of power. Yeah, you had a little chat with Lithic, who who very carefully. Took uh, took uh, Pussmere back to the pub because yeah. apparently that was safer for her followers. Yep, and yeah, L- Lithic sort of went, "Okay, okay, you you sound like you're trying to overthrow a god. Sure, I'll help with that." Yeah, she doesn't seem to have like the 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 most fondness for uh... like this. Isn't a case of you've suggested this. I'm going to smite you for it. No, not really. Which was a concern. I didn't know how. Hey, can I can I take down one of your fellow gods? I didn't know how that was gonna go. Suck it and see. <laughs> Sometimes in life, you just have to just 
throw some extra stuff in. Mm. See who you can kill. See what happens. Yeah. Um, so if no one else has any other places they want to be heading uh, at the start of this episode, Bromara is going to be as subtle about this as possible, but is going to go like, Hey, so before we set off on any other grand adventures, I would like for us to head back to... The mansion, if that's alright with everyone. I've got a real gut feeling that that's worth us doing. Wink. Uh, Dusty nods and stands up from sitting in the garden where he's been sat with his little pot plant um, with it amongst the common people and the potatoes trying to bring it down a notch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Roll persuasion. That's an eight to persuade my pot plant to be less hoity-toity. Well, I wonder how that went. <laughs> Below <laughs> average, I would assume. Somewhere somewhere there are like a whole range of, of secret stats oh, for did, this plant. Did we, oh, are we not going to get the good ending for the pot plant now? <laughs> oh, damn, can I give, can I, do I have anything I can use to give a bonus to a roll? Gotta get them good, good rolls for the pot plant. You've got to teach the pot plant better better manners and rules. <laughs> uh, see, Brumara's just hoping that this pot plant will learn good behaviour from watching uh, Puff, who is, has, has learned to be very good. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit grumpy, but... Yeah. I think if the worst you've got is a bit grumpy, then you've done all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So, Brumara's going to encourage everyone to start the road trip back to the uh, the mansion. Do, do, do either of the other characters have questions as to why she's... Dragging them back there. Dee's kind of looking at it as a like a operative base, so not particularly. Yeah, yeah. Bromar is trying to get across the sort of just like this is important. You'll be very glad that we went back. I think it'll work out really well. Just, just, uh, just a feeling. Is Bromara saying it like that? <laughs> I, I think Bromara is is wink, wink, nudge, nudging it as much as possible. Dusty is oblivious to this, having already agreed as soon as she asked anything of him. <laughs> yeah, if, if Bromar was saying that to Didi, would probably raise an eyebrow. I have a feeling that it would be a very good move for us being very powerful people if we mm-hmm. went. I feel like oh. we've overlooked something very cool. Oh, you you said power, so, so Dee's all in. <laughs> <laughs> so... You gather yourselves, bid farewell to the very hungover monks. <laughs> Bye. And and head back through the woods, down the road, back into town. Not wearing the robes. Not wearing the robes. <laughs> it never seems to go well for you. One day it will go well. One day. Just gonna put these in a bliss in a box of unused costumes because of how poorly they work out. <laughs> yeah. One thing you did notice before leaving though, that they do seem to be like pick, like uh, composting a lot of the the dead potatoes. Hmm. You get the impression that they are are shrinking their whole operation now. They did mention uh-huh. that that chips weren't really working for Pussmare. Uh-huh. Um, and you 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 notice that while things have been reined in, they are starting to build a series of. Like small wooden huts around around the area. Houses, housing maybe. Um, f- for for pixies maybe. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, um, yeah. Are we moving slow enough to go and just check them out? You can go check them out. Yeah. Also, I thought you were gonna say that they were composting the dead, which was gonna. Make me... <laughs> yeah, I thought that sentence ended before it did as well. <laughs> Composting the potatoes, the dead potatoes. <laughs> uh, so what's going on in those little houses? 
Um, they're very small houses. They have little front doors that sort of fold down into like a little, uh, like a little ramp that goes up into it. Uh, they're on little little leggies, so I guess if it rains, they won't get wet bottoms on the bottom of these tiny houses. Oh, are they aurora-sized? Yes. I'm going to let her go for a sniff. I'm now concerned there might already be a inhabitant inside. <laughs> Would it be investigation? It would be a tiny investigation. <laughs> okay. Dusty puts Aurora down and she does a 16 on her tiny investigates. Uh, she sniffs around. There are no res- residents yet. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, but she reports that there are uh, just some like some little dividers inside. Ah, curious. If you were in a restaurant, they'd be like tiny booths. <gasps> well, is well, if you're there anyone all... we can ask as to the motives of these tiny booths? If you want to, if you want to go and ask one of the monks what they're up to. I mean, every time we ask, we end up saving them from themselves. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels like we need to. Whatever they're doing is probably bad, and we need to tell them to stop. <laughs> Only seems responsible at this point. So you, you, you find a likely-looking monk clearly nursing a bit of a hangover. They've got a flagon of water with them. Okay. In a particularly booming voice, Duster is going to be, You're right there. Oh! How you doing? No, too loud, too loud. Can you come tone it down a bit? Sorry. What's, uh, what's with the houses? We're building, uh, little, little hutches, little, you know, hut, hut, is it a hutch? Not a hutch, not rabbits. The thing you keep chickens in. Coop. Coop. Coop, that's the one. Sorry, it's still still nursing a bit of a hangover from the whole God's incident. Mm. And he's chugging from his tankard of water. So they're just getting chickens? They seem to be moving into chickens. Why do you want chickens? Well, it turns out that Pushmare isn't really that big on chips. She just fancied chips when she left and was like, I'll probably like chips later. And then she left the note and then she didn't come back for, you know, a couple of millennia. And we found out that actually she quite likes nuggets. Mmm. Hey, all we're gonna say is, um, remember how this went last time for everyone that wasn't you when you deforested everything for potatoes? Oh no, don't worry, we're writing it in. We we have a much better, clearer understanding of what are actual facilities for con- consumption are these days. Alcohol, very, very large, but that is not to be encouraged. Snacks, you know, she can manage like a normal sized plate of chips. Okay, so you don't need to make her like a, a literal mountain. No, no, we just, you know, we, we're going to be, you know, less of the chipmunks and more of the nuggy monk. Hmm, this sounds okay. <laughs> I'm not yet seeing how you're going to fuck this up. We're going to try not to fuck this up. I'm waiting for the other boot to drop. <laughs> hey. Hey, how's about this? If you fuck this up, we're gonna come back. And we're very good at hitting things. He looks very nervous. Um, so just, just, just putting that out there. Just don't make us go on another quest to the Celestial Tavern to save your fuck ups. It's fine. We, 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 we met God. We understand the situation now. Basically, most of these nuggets are going to be for us. So unless, like, everybody who died comes back to life and suddenly wants nuggets, I think we're probably going to have plenty for a while. And the, the, uh, the you know, the forest druids types, they get their, uh, they get all their forest back. This does sound good. Yeah, we've decided, you know, our fanaticism towards the potato was perhaps uh, a bit wrong-headed. Oh, oh perhaps. Uh, you know how oh, things perhaps. can go over the course of two millennia. Sure, sure. Oh. All right, you all satisfied, everyone? 
Mm-hmm. And so you headed off back towards the mansion. <laughs> Several hours pass. You're back at the mansion. And you're back in the mansion. Right. So once we, we get there, um, Bromara's going to head straight to the room where we dealt with the uh, the big boss fight here. The study. The study. Um, so, everyone, I might need your help investigating this. Um, apparently there's a vault in here somewhere. A vault? Yeah, like a whole ass vault we didn't know existed. Hmm. I don't know exactly what's in there, but a vault generally has good stuff in it. Right, uh, for no self-serving reasons whatsoever, I'm gonna go and ask the fairy dragons if they've found it, and if anyone (laughs) needs a cuddle. Uh, while you're doing that, Romari is going to start investigating for a vault. That's a nine. That's not great. D will help. <laughs> That's a four. D's helping. How how are you going about this um, investigation? Romari's just walking around the room, not moving anything, just looking, going like... That painting, that's that's a painting, that's not a vault. Just like looking at basic objects around the room and having no luck. D, like, what's your uh, particular attitude towards this? Well, in everything, all of the secret vaults that D is not familiar with, um, they're hidden behind moving bookshelves. Okay, so there are bookshelves in this room. First thought, just start flinging books off the shelves. <laughs> cool. D goes about just flinging books. Bramara, are you gonna? St- uh, how are you looking? Feeling Bramara about Bramara is Bramara thinks that D's probably on a good track, but um, Bramara herself is more focused on slightly tilting uh, picture frames that are not tilted quite right. Cool, cool. <laughs> She's like, one of these has got to be the solution. Okay, as the books pile up around your ankles, <laughs> D's just furiously hurling them off. Uh, eventually, you realise that there is not a single book left. Uh, on the main bookshelves? Maybe you've got to put them back on... Maybe you've got to put them back on the bookshelf, but in alphabetical order. <laughs> oh, what or size idea. order, or is it colour order? I guess we'll have to do them all. <gasps> Dusty, them... what are you up to? Uh, I am hunting for the fairy dragons to ask them if they've found anything voltish. They are literally everywhere. They're swinging off the chandeliers. They're scuttling amongst the uh, the sconces on the wall. Sliding down the banisters, flitting oh. around. Oh, it sounds delightful. <laughs> if you if you go and see the bullet, there's a couple of them just poking it while it's trying to sleep. Does it look annoyed or does it just look past it's, it? It it looks like somebody who has a couple of toddlers. <laughs> okay, who, so who hasn't slept for a while and has just resigned at this point. You're right there, fella. <laughs> How's that bed doing you? Uh, Dusty's going to turn to the fairy dragons bothering it. Right, you look. Do you want to come for a treasure hunt? And and you now have a, a few extra fairy dragons balanced on you. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I think I've killed Dusty. I'm too happy. Dusty's slowly going to make himself into, like, a Christmas tree of fairy dragons just scooping them up on the way past and then he's going to return to the study and just sort of thump. well you have well done you have created adorableness yeah I have sorry what we're meant to be doing um right treasure hunt somewhere in this room there is a vault first one to find it gets belly scratches <laughs> we took every book off of the bookshelves and we tilted all of the picture frames so that they're untilted <gasps> maybe I needed to tilt them more not untilt them um, ooh you yeah, get to work something? on that Let's have another investigation from all of you. <laughs> At 13? 
Crit. <laughs> Twelve. A crit. Wow. I I want to say, I love that Dusty can read and investigate at such a high level. <laughs> he has just he has no modifier on that. It's it's very basic. But he did use to you know Roomba in the library. Spent some time remembering the library. That's what mm. happened. Mm. <laughs> okay. So between you, there's there's Rilmara going around just like turning pictures sideways to yeah. the point they're just falling off the freaking walls. <laughs> Dee's alphabetizing <laughs> things on the shelf. Occasionally going, oh no, this one's actually before that. And then having to like shuffle all of the books on one shelf and like grab one down from the one above. And... Oh, yeah. Oh, God. There's too many. Dusty walks in, picks up like a cool looking skull <laughs> off of one of the shelves, realises it won't pick up, pulls it really hard, and this like the whole bookshelf just slides back as Dee's uh, about to put a book on the shelf <laughs> and just drops it in midair. <laughs> I mean, that would have been the next thing I would have tried. Th- thank you. Bookshelves, thank you. I'll- I'm taking half a point. I mean, yeah, you deserve half a point. And I mean moving things out of their correct places. That's what I was doing with the pictures. I mean, we were trying the cliches. It was one of the cliches. You did wonderfully. You did wonderfully. <laughs> Thank you, Dusty. Thank you, Dusty. So Dusty behind... looks pleased, but you can't tell if it's anything to do with the skull or not. <laughs> so behind the bookshelf, you see uh, descending stairs. Ooh. They are stone. There are some, some lit, lit wall sconces. Who lit them? Who knows? It's just one of those adventure game things. You go yeah. downstairs and the torches are already the lit. The torches are already lit on the very short candles in the corridor that's been closed up for God knows yeah, how long. absolutely. Are they uh, also from... cool? Sconces, oh, yeah. like, cool as fuck. Yeah. So lit two ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brumara very eagerly starts to descend the stairs. Oh, okay. Guess we're going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we found the thing. I, I don't know what we we we, we planning True. to find it and then walk away. Oh no, no, what's down there? Okay, so Bromara's racing ahead down the stairs. Uh, roll me a perception. <laughs> Four. Awesome. Oh um, no! As you get to the bottom of the stairs, you do that thing where you slept step slightly too hard down, like you weren't expecting an extra step. Yeah. And you kind of hurt your leg, so take one d four damage for that. Oh no. Oh, no. I took four damage. And then roll dexterity. Uh-huh. Sixteen. So as you do that final step, you, you really hurt your shin. <laughs> you take four damage for it. And you sort of like just squelch down on the floor going, ah. And as you do so, this arrow just goes whistling over your head. <laughs> <sighs> Which causes you to just sort of roll slightly forward. <laughs> Everyone, there's arrows down here. <laughs> How far ahead is, is Bromara? Um, she's about ten feet ahead of you. Can we see the? Yeah, the wall sconce is doing a good flicker. Okay. <laughs> you turn the corner, I'm just on the floor, like <laughs> no corners, just straight down. Uh-huh. Oh dear, are you hurt? I'm all right, but be careful. There's arrows. Uh, okay. Just is just going to pick Bromara up and into like a little snuggle bowl and just hold her and like you sure you're all right? I'm all right. <laughs> did you hurt your leg? I, I, I did hurt my leg. It's all right. Uh, okay. Your tent headed till further notice. <laughs> oh. Do you will uh, deploy the shield? 
Ah, heck. <gasps> the badass shield. Yes, and uh, lead temporarily. I, I think it probably makes sense for you to do that. Okay. You move forward down the corridor. Uh, let's have let's have another perception as a group. See how you okay. do it as a group. See if that can balance you out a bit. Nine. Nineteen. Fourteen. So that's a pass between you. Well done. <laughs> Bizarre. Um, yeah, you do notice a couple of places where there's like a strange looking rock on the floor. In, in many ways, some of your polyarmory experience has helped with this. Because you mm. kind of know what to look for for traps. You've installed or, or, you know, sold traps to be installed before. You've you've probably had like a, like a day seminar somewhere where they take you to some sort of weird uh, dungeon assault course. So they show off all the stuff <laughs> so you can sell it better. So you, you're pretty experienced. You, you, you know, get past G- Gushy Matic's products. You know, you're looking at the looking out for the big rolling ball thing that just goes straight past you because you knew to duck. Excellent. Get to the far end, and it's just a wooden door. Hmm. Doesn't even appear to have a lock on it. I know how to work them. Um, I know how to do doors. Bromara is going to cast Armor of Agathis on herself first, just in case, because she's cautious now. <laughs> now. Chilly. Yeah. Dusty's going to put her down. <laughs> I am now just I am I am a Bromara icicle. <laughs> okay, open the door. Open the door. What's behind door number one? So you reach out a new goat and you touch the door handle, and the wood of the door starts to sort of move a bit and grab you by the hand, and you feel like little wooden metal teeth biting you. Is it a mimic? Oh it's no! It's a mimic. I'm glad I did put my armor on first. <laughs> Everyone, roll me some initiative. Uh, that that mimic takes five damage because it initiated physical contact with me after I put my armor of Agathis on. Nice. Eleven. Uh, Fifteen. Seventeen. Okay, so we've got Bromara, the mimic, D, and Dusty. Oh uh, no, I got a fifteen. I get advantage now. Well, I guess I'll just completely rewrite that. <laughs> okay, so we got Bromara, Dusty, mimic, and D. Okay, Bromara. Right. Um. Okay. Bromara is going to attempt to attack this thing with vampiric touch. Um. So I have to roll a melee attack. Uh, twelve. Does twelve hit? Just. Just. Okay. Uh, I do three d six necrotic damage. So that's eleven necrotic damage. Um. And I regain half of that. To my health, so I get my my health back from when I fell down the stairs. Yay. And I can keep nice. doing that with each of my actions. I can keep vampiricking. For up to a minute. Well then. Dusty, what have you got? So, has the dog got hold of Bromara, or did it just nip her? It just bit her. Okay, so she's not like being eaten. She's not grappled. She's not actively being eaten. Okay. No. Um, just for a bit of a riot, Duster is going to hit it with a hammer. <gasps> right? Gonna bash the door. You're gonna hit the thing with a big hit. You're gonna hit it good. He's gonna do a big hit. Does a 22 hit? Funnily enough. Would you like an 8 for that? Uh, I would love an 8. I'm not sure how the mimic would feel about it. <laughs> hit with a big stick. It was a hit with a big stick. Mimic is going to attempt to get a more firm grip on Bromara. I need a strength check, please. At 6 on strength. You are grappled. Oh dear. Oh no. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, my hand is exactly where it needs to be, touching this thing so that I can suck its life force out. Where is that aspect? Yeah, like, did Bromara touch it? And it was like, hmm, feels like death. I want more of that. <laughs> Apparently so. Uh, D, what have you got? Uh, I got that. 
super nifty gift from God, <gasps> spiritual whip, which is a twenty-one. Wow, McJinkies! Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a hit. Woo! Seven. Nice. Can mimics talk? No, they don't have any languages except hunger. And they feeling that hunger, Brilmara. Yeah. Uh, do you want to try and ungrapple yourself? Uh, does that take up my turn to do? Uh, you can use your action to escape, but this will require you to make a strength athletics uh, or dexterity acrobatics check to contest. Okay. In that case, I'm not going to attempt to escape the grapple because going to keep zapping it. I here's the thing: if it does damage to me, fuck it. I'm I'm in range to do the attack that heals me, so I'm gonna. With the hand that isn't grappled, I'm going to keep attacking. That's a crit 25. For the boop of doom. Let's roll that damage. Double damage. Uh, yes, that's 11, which would be doubled to 22. And I gain 11 health. I'm, I'm in tip-top shape right here. feel more alive than ever. <laughs> Are you sure you want to keep nibbling on me, door? It's not looking healthy. It's not going good for you eating me. So the door is starting to look sort of splintered, but also the splinters look sort of ragged and bloody. Because it just took a lot of freaking damage. Gross. Yeah. yeah, and it sort of coughs and splutters over Brilmara's hand, but you are free, and the door just sort of squelches down. <laughs> that there, there is now like a recess and an actual, probably an actual door. I suppose it could be another mimic. <laughs> oh, um, just in case, Brilmara is going to shrink her arm as much as possible into the armor of Agathis before opening the the door, just to be like, um, is it is it good? Roll initiative. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a door. This one's just a door. The it's next door. one, the, however. The other, the other one's coughing and spluttering. <laughs> yeah, it's just a door. And you find yourself in not a huge room. It was described as a vault. It was clearly very well protected, but there's not a lot in here. There's some, like, gold stuff, some coins, some fancy jewellery. Is there anything that jumps out to Bromara as like, this sounds like what was being described? Uh, I believe you were mentioned something about the galaxy. And yes, indeed, on, on a pedestal, sort of right in the centre of the room, is like a, a, a strange dome thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, it's got like a, a little bit stuck out the bottom. Smudge, please don't stare, sit on my mouth. I love you, but not there. Um, <laughs> it's got this strange sort of like arc thing connected at the bottom on one side. And on, on the back, there's this sort of resin strap that um, <laughs> seems to sort of hold it in, in one place. Yeah. You've used to adjust the size, perhaps? Possibly. It, it has like a, a pattern on it that looks sort of like when you look up at the stars on a really clear night and you can see like the whole galaxy just stretching away all these beautiful yeah. colours. Yeah. Does this look about the right size for Brumara's head? I mean, you could probably wear it, yeah. Brumara's going to try and put this on. Okay, <laughs> you put this hat on. Uh, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a little domed hat. I mean, if we were in, say... An entire different plane of existence. I might describe it as a galaxy snapback. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <sighs> but here we are, in polyamory. It's it's a it's a weird hat with a strange peak and this sort of galaxy design on it. Magnificent. Um, other than awesome, how does Bromara feel to be wearing this? Um, I mean, apart from really, really snazzy. Yeah. Because it is a snazzy hat. Yeah. Um, yeah, did you feel something? Something inside you, a certain tingling. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. 
Yeah, you've. Yeah, there's definitely something about this hat. Something about this hat. Hey, 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 hey. This hat's real cool, everyone. Uh, Dusty's going to dab in Bromara's direction. Bromara's going to dab back. There is an absolute explosion of colour. Like, Dusty is just like, looks like someone's just thrown an entire Dulux catalogue at him. (laughs) Just head to toe in neon colours. Which slowly sort of drip and and fade after a little while, but that was powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Admittedly, it was colour splash, but yeah, it was was powerful. Yeah. (laughs) Romara feels quite powerful. Dusty hasn't moved. He's just blinking. <laughs> okay, Romara is just for good measure doing a couple of dabs back and forth. Just okay, the, the whole room splash. is just a wash with colour. <laughs> just to make sure it wasn't a fluke. It, it looks like a fucking rave in here. <laughs> oh dear. <sighs> so, what do you lot want from this room, huh? Um, Dusty's gonna gather up any like coinage or like bits of jewellery, anything that's valuable and transportable. But he's also on the hunt for a ring that's like... You know those techie crown-shaped rings? Right. Mm-hmm. He's on the hunt for one of those as a little tiara for Aurora. Aww. <laughs> yeah, you definitely find one of those. And 87 gold. And also it's... a little tie pin that he can stick in the top of her stick to make it have a gem on it. Aww. Tie pin's not really Pepsco's thing. A hairpin? Sure, yeah, you can I find mean, like she's a, a frog, a really... so we're back at this. Well, I imagine she had a few fancy wigs. Because oh, okay. she seems the sort of French aristocracy of the 17th century type. <laughs> Aurora Is... now has a tiny crown and a coordinated tiny gem on her tiny staff. She's sort of like gesturing at each of you, like <laughs> pretending to dub you. <laughs> oh, what are we dubbed? Oh, I want to know. She dabs us. <laughs> so uh, Lady, Lady Dabsworth. <laughs> Lady Dabsworth of, of Colortopia. Also, I might add, Aurora, very impressed with all the colour. Yay! Big fan of all the colour. Um, <laughs> as a fairy dragon. Oh, before leaving this uh, this mansion, I'm going to be doing some colour splashes around. Just hosing them all. Yeah, down. just give, every, give them all the dose of colour. Okay. Uh, Dusty's going to X that mimic on the way past. Is there anything that catches D's eye? Or... Just what money. Like? Sorry. Do you like what would D like apart from money? Um. There's books, jewelry. D's not very knowledgeable for a cleric, you know. Having faced God and passed the first time, you should probably fix that. There's any books or anything particularly interesting? Any books of particularly powerful magics? Hmm. Um. What's your higher skill out of uh, religion and history? Um, religion zero, history zero. So they're the same. Okay, roll history for me. Nine. Do I have any way to help? No. No. There are. There, there's three books. They're quite heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, that that catch your eye. You couldn't. You couldn't prioritize any of them because you roll badly. But. <laughs> But Fair. you get the impression that uh, this is probably something worth having here. Oh, and I can't take all three, can I? Yeah, you can. It will just take up space. I will take all three then. Uh, so pop three unreadable tomes of knowledge. 
Excellent. Well, now now you've got something to do later. If if one of our party, you know, gets busy for a while, you've you've, you've got some reading to do. I've got something I can fill in a gap with later. <laughs> I have an ex machina, if you will. <laughs> Is there anything else interesting in the room? Not really. You you have taken anything that seemed worth having. Mm. So L- Luthic didn't give Bromara any further direction beyond this. She told you right? to find the hat while stroking your arm. Yeah, <laughs> specifically the tattoo. Yes, uh, and it's very clear from those uh, color splash dabs that there is definitely a connection. You've kind of lucked into that one, huh? Yeah, real, real, real lucked into that one. Yeah, we keep coming back to that tattoo with you. You keep coming back to that tattoo almost as if it's a potential way out of the whole uh, whole situation, what I might be in. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, no uh, no idea where to progress, because, like, obviously, is not going to say out loud, we need to go look for that love bomb because I need to set it off, because that's probably not the wisest thing to do now we're back out of the stopped time. Also, as far uh, as you're aware, that bomb is probably back in Croydon somewhere. Yeah. So, who the hell knows, but for now, an alternative is growing. Uh, so does anyone want to ha- do anything before you leave the mansion? Dusty still hasn't had his purple worm. Do you want to take some purple worm? I mean, I'm surrounded by fairy dragons and the place is lit up like a rave. I mean, we could definitely find you a comfy room and Bromara can provide lots of colourful uh, sensory input if you'd like. I mean, as far as set and setting goes, you could do a lot worse. Yeah. Right, it's somewhere safe and comfy and there's a guard bullet that can just come and sit on his head if he starts to act up. Is there still food? Um, well... Yeah, there's some food around. Plus, Dusty can make food. Yeah, oh, that's probably true. prepare some snacks before. Pre-prepare your snacks. Don't try and make them once you're high. <laughs> Personal <Yeah>. experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dusty's going to fuss around in the kitchen, make a variety of tiny apple snacks. He's decided that he's going to get mobbed if he just makes snacks for him. So he's just made snacks for everyone. Every time you get a batch out of the oven and turn around to get something else or close the oven door, when you turn back, at least half of them are gone. <laughs> it's just uh, like adorable locusts. Uh, yeah, and occasionally you'll hear little little um, fairy dragon giggling. <laughs> Dusty likes meat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe Dee will be quietly trying to make, I don't know, jerky. Jerky would take time. Also, that would be a lot to deal with when you were high as balls. That's, that's, that's a lot to chew through. <laughs> I mean, I struggle with a banana when I'm fucked. <laughs> Maybe just like a ground beef mash then. Because honestly, D has no ability to cook either. D gives the facade of intelligence. <laughs> here, is, here is meat goop. <laughs> meat goop, TM. Baby food has been prepared. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> baby food and baby snacks. And you've squirreled yourselves away in one of the larger bedrooms upstairs. You've got like a huge, like, imagine an emperor sized bed and then sort of double it or quadruple it rather. So you could all get on this bed very comfortably. Yeah. Just to keep an eye on you, make sure you're doing yeah. all right. If you need anything, we're right there. Yeah. Got a glass of water on the, on the nightstand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you going for it, Dusty? Yeah, he's going to take a few deep breaths and knock that purple worm back. Okay, you stick this 
thing in your mouth. This purple fungusy thing. It's kind of chewy. Your teeth kind of squeak on it as you bite through it. Uh. Um, and, and when it initially feels, it hits your stomach, you feel like a drop. Like, like oh, I shouldn't have put that in me at all. <laughs> and then there's like a weird tingling sensation and you just can't feel your stomach at all. It's just gone numb. And after a few minutes, you're sort of like, okay, this is, this is fine. Yeah. Like, the stomach thing was a bit unsettling, but, you know, I'm fine. Bromar at this point just goes, just, 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 in a minute, just, just, just go with it. It'll be okay. Don't, don't try and fight whatever comes. Dusty, you start to feel like, uh, like at the edges of your vision, you're starting to get like rainbow static building up. Uh And the longer you sit there, the sort of further across your eyes it seems to stretch until eventually like everything looks like it has this sort of faint rainbow sheen. You can almost feel your eyes twitching in your head back and forth. So everything appears to be vibrating slightly as you look around. And as you do look around further, you notice that amongst the jiggling things seem to sort of be lifting off from other things. Uh, Like D moves to get into a more comfortable position. You see that sort of arm move once and their arm is still where it was, (laughs) but it's now also in the other place. Oh no. Um, and then, like, as they move the rest of themselves, like, the rest of them's left behind. So there's a sort of multi limbed D slug happening. <laughs> but it feels really chill and cool. And as weird as it is, you don't feel uncomfortable or scared by it. You, you doing alright? Doing alright still, Dusty? Stay still. I don't want you to lose your head. I was just <laughs> going to tap. On top of her head. Don't worry, I'll be okay. Okay, you you pat where you think the top of her head is, and it it looks to you like you've put your hand sort of into her head, and you get this sort of tingling rainbow sensation up the inside of your arm, and you feel super connected. (laughs) Like you can feel her thoughts travelling up your arm into your body, and you notice that like you're starting to get like tattoos sliding up your arm. As if you're sort of becoming, like, more part of Bromara. Oh. <laughs> Bromara. Yeah. Bromara. Yeah. I fucking love you. I fucking love you too. <laughs> and look, I've got tattoos now. Uh, yeah, yes, you do. I'm going to go show the dragons and he's going to just run out the room. Uh, okay, you try to stand up and your legs sort of like... There's too much going on yeah. there. It's a lot to deal with. Romara tries to help you back down and goes, we can bring them to you, but you don't need to go anywhere right now. Yeah, you sort of almost tangle over yourself in trying to get up, but you, you didn't get more than like elbow off the side of the bed. <laughs> up. Do you go get a dragon? I mean, Aurora's already here. I, I assume she's gonna start telling Aurora about the spiders, <laughs> and she's like doing little puffs of, of rainbow everywhere, and these flashes of color are super intense. <laughs> um, there's a, there's a point when you're starting to get really tactile. D, how are you with tactility with your partner? Being touched? Yeah, like hugged or hand holding. D is fine with it to a point. D D has got a, a hard limit. <laughs> okay, so. At one point, Dusty just, like, really wants you all to just sit in a circle and hold hands. (laughs) Okay. 
and just feels really connected to you both and is telling you like how, how much he loves you both and and how this is a really special moment Aww. and and like just like being here and being on this adventure and how it's like you're all becoming closer as people and although like it was a tragedy that brought you together actually like it's 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 you're like a little family now and you've had all these adventures and like Hey, remember Parkin? Wasn't Parkin a nice guy? Hey, everybody loves Parkin. Like you've met literal gods. Yeah, uh, you've you've been to places you could never have possibly imagined before, and and who knows where you're gonna go next? Oh. Uh, and just like talking about feeling really connected and loving with you, uh, and after a while. Uh, Bromara, you sort of turn to turn to, to Dusty and suggest that maybe he'd like just relax for a bit and try closing his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 he sort of lies down and he's sort of still slightly holding your hands, but he's very relaxed. You can see from his breathing that it's very um like very calm and relaxed. And as he closes his eyes and just lays his head back on the pillow, he just goes, "Whoa." Fucking hell. <laughs> Is this the Dusty hadn't realised that closing the eyes was a possibility moment? Hadn't realised it was a possibility. Hadn't realised quite how magical it was going to be. <laughs> um, Dusty, you have this image of, initially of like fairy dragons just sort of skipping around a, a little cottage. And then like they dive into a pond and you follow them through the pond. And uh, a cat leaps after like a little fish. And you come splashing back out of the pond and flying across the landscape. And there's like this weird cloud floating slightly above the ground. And throughout the cloud, you can see like all these weird chimneys. And you just, in the midst of all this, you can feel like a heartbeat. And you try to get closer to it, but something is pushing you back. But you feel like you have to connect with this heartbeat. Mm. And after a few hours of just just amazing things and beautiful moments of like hugging each other and chatting, you do just sort of pass out and you all eventually fall asleep together. And the next morning you wake up and you all feel fine. Hooray! Hooray. Oh, how are you doing, Dusty? I have a really big urge to go swimming. <laughs> I mean, we could probably find somewhere for you to swim. Is there not a Dusty pool? Dusty just turned to mud. <laughs> yeah, can Dusty swim? He can try. Sure, I mean, if you head out back, there is a pool. Can Dusty we, can goes we... and sits in it. Uh, I mean, Dusty is your character. Does does Dusty swim or float or Dusty just sink swim. to the bottom? He can swim. Okay, he doesn't just sink to the bottom as basically a, a block of clay. No, cool. um, he's half air, so... <laughs> he is half air. Yeah. You've got some degree of buoyancy. Effervescent, lad. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just sits like at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> Not needing think- to breathe. And thinks really hard about the chimneys and the heartbeat. And if there was something, something about that. Yeah, definitely something about that. You're trying to have a nice insightful moment about your trip. Oh, yeah. I, I should roll insight, shouldn't I? <laughs> the DM may have just shaken her fist in, like, oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry I used the I word. Seven. 
it was it was it was a really magical experience and you're glad you had it but you don't think you would need to do it again anytime soon like that was a thing i don't i'm not like oh my god i need i need to do worm again i need to do the purple worm you're like oh that was really cool and i've learned from that and i've grown from that and i'm you know i had some just some really interesting thoughts and i feel very connected to to the people around me and maybe at some point those thoughts will surface to the surface. Surface to the surface. Like like Dusty getting out of a pool. <laughs> Dusty surfaces, having realised the folly of him trying to think. <laughs> you did all you thinking yesterday, you run out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably what he's gonna say as he gets out of the out of the pond and goes to find more baby food. <laughs> well well, Bramara and Dusty have somewhat monopolised this episode uh, for a bit now. Anyone else got anything else they want to be doing? Do you want to do anything, Dave? Anything before we leave? No. Um. Actually, maybe take a look at the books, although I think the books are good for perusing while on the long mm. trips that we have ahead of us. Long, long trips. Okay, well, we'll, we'll do a roll now, then. Let's have a religion. Huzzah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's an eight. <laughs> can that, can Bromara attempt to help at all? No. No. These are these books. These are these books. Well, I'll help you read a book, T. I can, I can read to you. I, I, I can read. I know how to read. No one said I can't read. <laughs> the issue is not the, the ability to read common. It's the fact that not all of this is common, and it's a very technical book. <laughs> It's, it's 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 not a statement about anyone's abilities. No, I just imagine opening the book and it's just like a big swirl of text in runes, and then just loud sweating as I stare at this book. Bromar is just over your shoulder, like I can I can I can read you a book. I can read you a book, and he sort of points at it with a shaking finger. Bromar is like. Actually, you know what? I think you. I think you, got this, I think you learning to read it yourself is the true challenge that will help you overcome the book. It's so. going to teach you. Yeah, oh, gonna it's going to teach it. you. So I probably shouldn't read it to you. Ah, <laughs> uh, just look at that bit on the second page. Ah, oh, I can't wait till you get to that. Excellent. <laughs> so, having said your goodbyes once again to everyone, make make sure they all have food and water, and that the bullet is not getting too hassled. <laughs> Only minor hassle. Minor hassle. You, you have to expect that with fairy dragons. As a tree. You all head off. Exactly. You all head off in the cart. And a few days passed. You're going through countryside. There's some rolling hills. There's some beautiful plains. It's a really lovely, very green, very sort of pastoral bit of nature. Think English countryside, sort of fourth century. Oh. <laughs> At one point you come out of some woods. And on the other side, there's some sort of, like, hedges. Like, hedges that have clearly been grown deliberately to, to fence off an area. And, and you notice that there is, there is like, a gate un, under an archway in the in this uh, hedge hmm. by the side of the road. Do you look up from the book desperate to do anything else now to forget <laughs> about my other failure? Than trying to read. <laughs> oh, oh, look, that's... What is that? That is a hedge. Darling, um, should we go look at it? Anything you want. No. We've have a, had our adventures. If your adventure is looking at a bush, we'll go look at a bush. Oh, if you wanted a bush, then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so what do we see? We get out the cart and have a look. Get out the cart. Lock the cart. You lock the cart. Apply sunscreen to Bromara. Apply sunscreen to Bromara. Yay. 
glasses. Um, and I guess your armor, just to yeah, I'm gonna give my myself. sunglasses. Yep. Excellent. All of my sun accoutrement. <laughs> You're like a weird dwarven vampire. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense of my having vampiric touch. It does. <gasps> oh. Marceline the vampire queen. <laughs> I'm imagining, um, uh, like when you see those videos of a mom like putting sunglasses on a baby and then rubbing it down with the sunscreen before you take it out, and it's just sitting there. <laughs> Adorable. I was thinking of getting her a drink and then, have you seen the meme of the bat and the hydrate your goth girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> you sent it to uh, us. Uh, so what's this hedge? So, you, are you going gonna, gonna chance that gate? Yeah, I'll have a yeah. look at the gate. Okay. So you push the gate open and inside is this beautiful little garden. <gasps> it's oh. really cute. It's got little stepping stones through like some of the flower beds. Oh. So if somebody wanted to go on a little adventure through through all the all of those, they could do little steppies. And there's all different plants. Like this is clearly a tended garden. There's rose bushes and hydrangeas and and hy- hyacinths and honeysuckle. Uh, Bramara desperately wants to step across the stepping stones through the flowers, but knows that she cannot be trusted to not trip and step on the flowers. There's a little pond <gasps> on one side, and uh, roll perception. 13. 17. So definitely a pond. 12. Definitely a pond. Okay, so there is a little pond, a cute uh-huh. little, like, little pond. You imagine there's probably some fish in it. Uh, it's got, like, brickwork all around the side, so it's it's more difficult, I imagine, to slip in. Mm-hmm. And sitting on a little chair, holding a little fishing rod, is a tiny figure that, had you rolled lower, you would probably have assumed was some kind of gnome. But it's actually a stuffed shark. Oh! <gasps> Oh. And with your perception as it was, you notice that there are other stuffed chalks around the garden. There's like a little tiny um, like picnic table at one side of the garden. Uh-huh. And there's a couple of shorks with a little umbrella over the top and they're having a little tea party. I mean, they're not. <laughs> they're stuffed, but... <laughs> they appear to be having a tea party. Yeah, there's just a lot of stuffies around this, this garden. Uh, Duster is going to whip out the scry term and take a selfie with the sharks in the background and send it to Trash Boy. <laughs> um, you hear a noise from the house, uh, which is this adorable little cottage. And uh, this adorable, beautiful, green-haired half-goblin leans out of the window and says, You could have just told me you were coming. We didn't know we were coming, but hi! Hello! Hi, how are you doing? We're good, we're good. We stumbled into the neighbourhood and saw all the sharks. Yeah, they've got quite the collection here. I mean, I'm not going to lie, until we realised this was your place, I was thinking of doing a heist to steal all these sharks to bring them to you. Would that have been a complicated heist? Oh, it was going to be the heist of the century, friends. It was going to be like a whole three-episode arc. Excellent. Shark inspector. (laughs) I'm here to inspect all your sharks. (laughs) D, roll uh, insight. Something that I can do. 15. Okay, you get a feeling that you're being watched. (gasps) You sense something, and let's have dexterity with advantage. Oh, no. Something (laughs) that I'm not good at. 11. So, you you sense that something is about to leap at you. Uh-huh. You sense the butt wiggle. <laughs> the time And, and you, you just sort of take half a step back and stumble a bit into Dusty, who catches you. Oh. And just this large tabaxi comes whistling over where you were. Oh. They land in front of you, 
a bit disappointed that they didn't manage to catch you and just boop you on the snoot with a stuffed shark. <laughs> <laughs> it's mittens. Mittens. Hi. Hello. Tea. Tea sounds lovely. Okay. Uh, and mittens sort of scurries off, scampers off towards the house. Yay. So are you going to follow in? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll follow. Okay. In, it is a really sweet little cottage. Uh, it's It's kind of nerdy. There's also lots of prints of, uh, of various Trash Boy uh, images, like including the front cover of uh, some negligee mag- magazine where Trash Boy's obviously been selling some products. I don't know if it's if it's their particular brand, but uh, yeah, it seems to be. They seem to be doing very comfortably for themselves in this adorable little little cottage in the far away from everything. Oh. Tea, everybody. Yes, please. How'd you take it? Uh, black, please. A uh, little cream? Boy, the bucket. Someone who definitely likes their tea. Sure thing, can sort that out. And uh, between them, you are served a bunch of tea. <laughs> a lot of tea, including a bucket of tea. <laughs> and uh, Mittens just sort of gets up on like a, a shelf by a window and, and just curls up <laughs> looking out the window and seems to fall asleep. Oh. oh. Yeah, how you been? Pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, business is doing very well, you know, despite the whole Scrytome issue. But I now I have my own followers. It doesn't really matter. And, you know, more people joining by the day. People are obviously very thirsty for all of this. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I do have the option of just, you know, smiting creepers now. Big fan of that. <laughs> mm. So what brings you lot to the area? I think we were just passing through. We're on our way to... um. In- investigate the many, many places connected to a certain a, a certain god that does not get uh, a certain very powerful entity that does not get named by the gods. Oh right, the whole thoughts and thing, yeah, 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 that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I just found a cool hat. That is a very cool hat. It's a, it's, you might say it's a snazzy hat. It is a snazzy hat. It's a snazzy hat. It's a snazzy snazzy hat. If you do lot, I, I can do real. How much do you mind, like? Rainbows all over your room for a minute. Did you say for a minute? So it's going to clean itself up, or it will clean itself. It will clean itself up, given you know, given a second. Sure. Roll performance. Um, With advantage. Okay. Uh, That is a ten. That is a solid ten. Okay. It's a good dab. It's 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 not the dab. Great dab. Yeah. The dab itself. It's not a great or perfect dab. It's a it's a good dab. Yeah. It's fine. It's functional. Yeah. But yeah, it is colour splash up the wazoo. Uh, yeah, there's like there's like a whole wall of just beautiful pictures of, of Trash Boy in various shades of, of very sexy underwear. <laughs> and you just splat. Just it it looks like uh, like a Nickelodeon dunk tank. <laughs> so yeah, I do that now. That is very impressive. Y- yeah. Did you go to the school for that, or did you just pick that up on your own? Um, it's been ages since we addressed this in season one. It, who was what was the deal with the NPC that taught the star this? Uh, Aaron. Aaron taught you, Debbie. Aaron. Yes. Yes. Um, I can't remember the specifics of that encounter with Aaron enough to. You were to... at um fairy forest. Fairy forest. That was it. <laughs> you were at fairy forest. Uh, you'd done some purple worm. Yeah. Uh, you. you uh, Aaron pointed out your nice tattoo. Yeah. 
uh, and taught you how to do colour splash, basically. Yeah, indeed. Was that the tattoo? How, how long had that tattoo been around before? Had that been... You didn't know. Didn't know. It, yeah. it seems to somehow be related to the purple worm and the fairy forest incident and the dabbing. Yeah, okay. Uh, See, so yeah, I, I never specifically went to learn this. I got taught at a... I, I got taught... I got taught colour splash at a rave after someone pointed the tattoo out. Wow, that is really impressive. And no extra training thereafter? No. I I I learnt I learnt to do colour splash in a night and then I got the hat and now I do that. So the hat's added to that. Uh yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't quite that cover the whole wall before. The hat has definitely upped my game. Sweetie. Um, and, and Mittens sort of opens one eye and looks down at you. Sweet, have a look at this. And Mittens gets down off their little catry plinth thing and comes and has a peer at your hat. Are you going to offer the hat? I will offer the hat. <laughs> they take the hat off you and sort of balance it around a bit in their paws and sort of flips it over, turns it around, gives it a bit of a sniff, pops it on, but doesn't quite fit because they're a giant tabaxi. <laughs> Um, it's like perch over one of the ears. Just, yeah, it's sort of like jauntily on one ear. <laughs> and Mittens looks into the kitchen, does a little wiggly with the fingies, and prestidigitates the fuck out of that place. Like, it is sparkling. <laughs> the, like, there's a little spider by the window and it just pops out some sunglasses. Like, yeah. <laughs> Carefully takes the hat off and hands it back to you. <laughs> From Mara... Puts the hat carefully back on, like, aha, hmm. So it's not just me, this is just generally a good hat. It's a snazzy hat. It's a snazzy hat. A, sn- a snazzy hat, galaxy hat. Galaxy snapback. It's beautiful. Um, uh, Mittens goes and sort of wanders off into another room without really sort of, uh, saying anything. Uh, and Trash Boy's like, that is, yeah, that is... Genuinely very impressive. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at that. We managed to even... I think we actually replaced the grouting. <laughs> like that, is, that is a nice bit of tiling in there. Yeah, so I happen to be directed to this hat and I don't know what to, to do from here, but I have the hat now. That feels like a positive step. Um, so after a few mittens... Uh, after a few mittens... After a few minutes, uh, mittens comes back and asks if you would be willing to go on a little mission for them. Yeah. Shock mission. <laughs> Whatever this quest is, I'm in. I've geared myself up for a shark heist, so like I'm I'm in quest doing mode. Shark heist, shark heist, shark heist. <laughs> other cats have problems in the village. Which, which, which other cats and what problems? There's something bad happening to the cats. What my cats in in a village? Just that way. Okay. It's just all the cats. Just generally the cats there. Okay. And and they gesture broadly. What what kind of bad thing is happening? Don't understand. You can sort it out. I can sort it out. You can sort it out. I can try. Good hat. <laughs> it is a good hat. Good hat. Without much clarity, <laughs> Bromara is on board. It's, there's cats in need of help. Bromara is on board with helping. Gotta protect the cats. Cats are very good. Good hat. Good cats. Good hat. Good cat. <laughs> they uh, they give you little head pats <laughs> and then leap up on their little plinth and goes back to sleep. <laughs> Um, presumably we, it'll be obvious which town we're heading to. We don't have a name, but I'm sure we'll find it. I mean, there's only one cat village near here, 
Uh, I mean, it's probably about a day's drive north. We are heading north. We, we, we were heading north, I think, weren't we? Yeah, we are heading north. Yeah, I mean, if you wouldn't mind, I think you should super appreciate it. I mean, I can't leave cats in need. Who can? They're exactly. adorable. They're adorable. <laughs> and there's, there's a, quite a loving glance from Trash Boy towards yeah. Mittens. <laughs> ah, on the road, I suppose we go. So, uh, Dusty chugs down the last of his tea, which is literally a bucket. He'd been getting through it quite quick. He was inexplicably thirsty. <laughs> nice. Uh, plus, he obviously didn't want to get in cold. Yeah, nothing worse <laughs> than a cold cuppa. Right. But I want it noted I'd have drunk it anyway. <laughs> I mean, of course. But you wouldn't have wanted it to go cold. Would Dusty leave the tea bag in? So, as we walk to the cart, Dusty's chewing the tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> That is, that is the best ending that sentence could have had. <laughs> you caught me off guard. I thought you were. I thought you were ignoring the point entirely, but you got me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, leaving behind the adorable cottage with its adorable chalk scenarios and its wonderful occupants, you head back to the cart and head back north. And eventually, you do see a sign for a village oh, yeah. called Felix Doe. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Boo! Uh, Don't throw a good pun. It's, it's got little ears on the sign. Yeah. Uh. And you head, turn in the direction towards Felixstowe, towards an adorable little village. <laughs> and when you get there, it is starting to sort of fall towards nightfall. Mm-hmm. And, and initially that makes things a little bit difficult to quite make out, but everyone roll perception. Uh, eight. Ten. Botch. Oops. It's, it's a perfectly normal village. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's quite a big village. There's, the, the buildings are very tall. Sign head um, ears. That was cool. It's, it's clearly very, it's clearly a very fancy place. Uh, based on the size of the buildings, is there any indication whether this is, like, tabaxi living here, or is this, like, cat cats? Oh, there are, there are tabaxi about. Okay. Sort of scuttling hither and there. Because I forgot to check when we accepted this mission whether this was cat, cats, or tabaxis that we were helping. Uh, but yeah, there are tabaxi about. Okay. Uh, not a lot of clothing going on. Ah. Uh. But that they are they are certainly tabaxi. Um, yeah, you know, it's, there's like a, sort of a, a, a ginger cat sleeping mm. in a, in, sort of near a doorway. Not quite in a doorway. I guess people are using the door at some point. Uh, there's, there's another, uh, tabaxi that's, uh, just got like a, like a bit of an overcoat on. Mm. Um, and there's just other tabaxi just hithering and thithering ab- about the place. And, and somewhere not far away, you can kind of hear music playing. Okay. So are there only... Like tabaxi around? Only tabaxi. Okay. Uh, and you'll, of course, have the final say on this. Can the shift appearance to a tabaxi? Or is that too small? You'd be a short tabaxi, because they're quite tall. Okay. I'll be, I'll just be a small tabaxi. Yeah, I'll be a small tabaxi. You can, you can be a small tabaxi. You could be a t- tabaxi <laughs> what, what, Whatever the, the equivalent K- is. A tabitten. 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 So we have D the Tibetan. What 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 are your markings? What colour are you? Oh, I like orange. Bumblebee, bumblebee, bumblebee. Oh, bumblebee is a good. <laughs> I will be. I will be the colours of bumblebee. Oh, and bumblebee is brown and white. Okay, well, like a like a brown tummy and socks, and then like a brown body. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We we should probably 
tell the audience that Bumblebee is in Bumblebee fact is, a guinea pig. Yeah, my guinea pig. Mm. Adorable. I was picturing black and yellow stripes for a minute. <laughs> right? I want to. I tried to put like any kind of costume on her. Like I, I want to give her like a little hat once, and she resisted. And then I tried to put her in a little harness so I could take her out. And she resisted. She's anti-clothing. She's a strong, independent guinea pig. You don't need no man except for snack <laughs> and and some flower seeds. Yes. Uh, so to sing too. Oh. <laughs> I'm just well, not videoing it. Yeah. The music. Yes. Have we just walked into Cats the Musical? Oh no. <sighs> well, nobody's dancing in the street. Not I yet. Am... I'm suddenly uncertain. I want to be a tabaxi. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to continue to side eye this until I realise what shenan you are up to. This is a shenan. Everything's a shenan. Isn't that all of D and D? Yeah, especially but... when I'm in charge. Yeah, exactly. Shenanigans afoot. I think we should head to the music. The music seems like progress. Okay, so you you head to the music, and uh, although there are tabaxi around here, mm-hmm. uh, you you go through this really huge door into this really huge, very empty, basically like a theatre, like um like a village theatre. So there's no slanted flooring or anything. It's just like a just a just a hall. With some parquet flooring and okay. like a raised stage at one end. Oh, like a auditorium. Yeah, and there's like a, a a desk up front. Someone is clearly sort of like a director of a play is clearly watching an an act currently on stage, and they are uh, they're doing. It's quite flirtatious this dance. You've not convinced me yet. This isn't cats. Uh, they're dancing. They're they're having a bit of a sing. It's uh, yeah. It's it's very sexy. Is this them performing to see who gets to go to cat heaven? Tabaxi heaven. I uh, I mean, no one's mentioned heaven at this point. No, no one's going to the heavy side layer. No one's going to the heavy side layer. You know a lot about cats for somebody who's anti cats. Hey hey. I grew up in it so many times. I, I grew up in a house of musical theatre people who loved Andrew Lloyd Webber, so anything <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber I know way too much about. It's fair. Andrew I know Lloyd absolutely Gammon nothing. Like. This is gonna be good. Um so yeah, there is the 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 person sitting up front watching this is wearing like a a, a tatty robe. Like it looks old. Like um like an old brown bathrobe. Mm. Mm. Uh, eventually, the the very sexy dancing tabaxi uh, finishes their bit with it, it's sort of a jump into splits and a ta da on a high note. Clap 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 um, clap 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 from the two or three people that are in there. And us, we've doubled the uh, capacity. Pretty much, yeah. Oh man. And uh, yeah, eventually that that cat sort of gets up and and, and heads off. Mm. And there's a few moments, and uh, then uh, another cat, and it's a tuxedo cat. No, little, little black cat with a little white bib and some little white socks. I keep saying cat, I mean tabaxi. <laughs> I mean, we know what we mean. Um, yeah, and and they are they they've got a little table and some cups oh, uh, no. and some little some little red sponge balls. I love it. Um, yeah, they're they're doing like just some little magic trick. Tabaxi's got talent. <laughs> Is there a um? Oh man, now I have the urge to try and figure out if we can make a laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do I have? What spells in... do we have that we can fashion a laser point? I have a fairy dragon with dancing lights. Dancing lights mm. would be a good core. We just need lenses. Um... We're gonna break into an optician's next. <laughs> No, I don't have anything to magnify your dancing lights with. Yeah. I don't 
think. Damn it. I like the way you're thinking there. Um, now that now that you've been in here a while and you've watched like between acts, can I get another perception roll from everyone? Yeah. Nineteen. Botch. Fourteen. So between you, you pass. Everything's slightly too big. Yeah. Everything is slightly too big. Yeah. Like, you can still reach a door handle. Yeah. But this village is. It either wasn't built for these people, or this was built for Tabaxi who wanted to feel small. Hmm. So it's way too big for Tabaxi D, who has yet to have a name. Tabaxi. 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 Dang it. Yeah. You got there before I did. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, the more you describe this, the more I'm. The more cats it is. <laughs> it's cats, isn't it? <laughs> So as you're standing in the in this doorway, uh, this uh, Tabaxi in a in like a hat and coat, like a little fedora and a coat, sort of sidles up to you. Like, uh, you want to buy some dub leaf or anything? You know, anything I can uh, sort you out with? Is this this Tabaxi speaking common? They're not like purring. Yes, they're not. They're not purring. Oh, there, you you sense there's a bit of a trill now and again. Uh huh. Okay. Um, they must be asking for a reason. Do I have any dove leaf left? Didn't I give all mine away? I think they're trying to sell you dove leaf. No, I know. I'm trying to see if I should just have some anyways. It's it's never not been, unlike real life, it's never not been useful to ha- not have drugs on me. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's always useful to have some drugs just in case. I It does look Go like on, I gave some, away all my drugs. dove leaf, so yeah. yeah. Cool, we'll get some dove leaf. Dove leaf. How much are you looking for, mate? Like, His eyes sparkle. Ooh, um... I don't know, enough for me and my friends? Just for tonight or for the whole year? <laughs> <laughs> just just, just tonight. Just tonight's okay. Sure thing, sure thing. And he hands you this uh, small paper envelope that uh, is highly pungent. Ah, <laughs> excellent. Two gold. I'm sure we can manage that. Yes. Between you, should, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. With D- 79 D- platinum, 800 gold sat in my pocket still. Yeah, y'all are heading towards being able to buy a fucking city at this rate. Yeah. D-, D will pay. Pleasure doing business with you. Meow. Um, oh, by uh, the way, what was your name? Artie. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and he, he tips his, his hat and has to tuck his ears back in through the little holes. <laughs> at the top of the hat. Oh, so cute. Oh. So, uh, Artie, we're, we're a bit new in town. What's... Uh, what's with the talent show? Well, you know, it's it's the old dude. He's got to be entertained, apparently. You know, seems to be what everyone's here for. Everyone wants a chance to be a star. Yeah, Dusty's going to spark up as if he's here for the long version. Old fella. Yeah, the uh, the old guy in the robe seems to uh, pretty much run things around here. Although I do like my keep keep my hands into things. Yeah. His shoulders are going in a sort of like kind of Jack the Lad kind of way. You seem like the kind of person who would know, you know, what's going on in town. You know, you'd have an ear to the ground. He leans in, taps his nose, points one of his ears literally at the ground and goes, I, I can uh, <laughs> find you most things, friend. I can find oh, you most things. I mean, we've heard word, just nothing specific, that, like, something ain't necessarily going great in this town. You know, there's some, something happening to some of the folks here. I couldn't tell you honestly. I don't know myself, you know. I've just, uh... Just a local businessman. Local businessman don't like to get too involved in in all of that. Although you know, I do like to think that I will get my chance yeah. to be a star. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then what? Does it seem like he legitimately doesn't know anything about about what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Would we be able to perceive? In, inside. Inside. Um, 
Yeah, you can try an insight from him. Or do you pers- persuasion. Okay. See if you can push any more information out of him. Uh, seven... Two. 23. Unfortunately, that 23 isn't going to save it with two failures. Meow. Look, you know, the old dude runs the show, gives everyone a chance to be a star, go off and live the big life. Um, be a star where? Oh, you know, probably one of the one of the cities or something. Right. Who is? Does anyone ever come back? Well, you know, we're just a small town and, uh, well, quite a big town. Yeah, what's with that? I have no idea who designed this place. Hmm. I mean, I'm not opposed to the the the, the big architecture. And, yeah, it's not bad. It's just it's unique. It is a nightmare getting things off shelves. Luckily, we tabaxi quite dexterous. Yeah. You climb up a shelf, no problem. Good vertical leap, <laughs> <laughs> and does a little jump on the spot. Hmm. I feel like this talent show is the source of whatever is going wrong here. And- I think that like the meatpacking plant, just because no one comes back doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Bromar is already pondering, like, can I get myself in the talent show to get then whatever bad thing's going to happen will happen to me when I win? Have there been winners? Who are the past winners? Oh, there's been so many. There's, you know, there's about one a year. They mm-hmm. tend to go off. There's a whole, like, round of of, uh, of acts and they all do their various things. You know, see Trixie's up there again with the old magic tricks. Uh yeah, you know, um, I mean, couldn't name them all. Who won the last one? I just want to know where, where, how they're doing now. I'm just curious. Last winner, you ask. Uh, it was, uh, I believe her name was Cadence. Hmm, I like that name. What did she do? Oh, it was a beautiful song and dance routine. Never seen a mover like her. Have we, have any of us heard of this tabaxi? Uh, roll history? That thing that I'm so good at. With disadvantage? Oh, with disadvantage, eight. Oh, I just rolled well for the first time. Nine. No, it was immediately discounted. That would have been a pass had that not all been disadvantages. You've never heard of this cat, Tabaxi? Mm -hmm. Hmm. But since we're all so bad at it, I'm just going to keep that under my not hat. Listen, you lot uh, seem to be asking a lot about the talent show. You know, perhaps I can uh, point you in the right direction for a small fee if you'd like to get yourselves involved. How much? Oh, I think uh, six gold each ought to cover my expenses. But by, by, before the sentence is even finished, Bromara has has handed that much over. Lovely, lovely. He's like, barely thought about it. Like, oh, six. Yeah, sure. He, he, he pockets the cash, sort of. Uh, doesn't, like, tip his hat. There's a little thing where he just sort of taps the brim. Dusty hoofs uh, audibly. Slinks over towards uh, the old dude. Uh, sort of seems to whisper something in his ear and gesture towards you. The old dude sort of looks around and, and nods. And, uh, yeah, the uh, uh, arty comes back. Says, uh, yeah, you're in. Your audition's tomorrow, 3 p.m. Okay. Huh. Separate acts. We're all auditioning separately. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone's separate. Okay. The group okay. passes to stardom. Okay. I, I, I think I got this. I got this. D does not, in fact, have this. Actually, I have points in perform for some reason, but I don't know what that's for. Performance. Yeah. Uh, is charisma like? Oh, yeah. Your that'll... casting stat. It is. You're, you're yeah. absolutely right. Okay. Um. Bromara is very confident in her performance ability thanks to this new hat. She feels like she can do fucking anything right now. Dusty's playing so, Alan Arara. 
So, you've, uh, I guess you're going to be sticking around till tomorrow. Are you uh, in need of any uh, lodgings, perhaps? Might be able to sort you out. You really do do everything, don't you? I like to think of myself as uh, a tabaxi of the world. I can sort out most things for most people. You know, got, I've got a pour in every pie. I mean, it would be nice to sleep in, not the back of the van. A pie in every pie. Oh. <laughs> Little paw prints. Oh, I love it. You know, you know he's been up on the counter. He's not supposed to be up on the counter, but you know he's been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Show us somewhere in town we can stay. There you go. Fine. Oh, for fuck's sake. We could probably <laughs> just go find it. <laughs> uh, he pockets the gold from Promara uh, and does that thing where he sort of like straightens his collar and pulls his jacket on a bit and he audibly jangles. <laughs> uh, he takes you down a few streets in rapid succession. At one point you get the impression he's trying to lose you. Mm. He, he, that's still happening. But you manage to keep up and eventually he, he's, he sort of leaps up to a door handle and it swings inward and you get the impression that like someone has just stopped singing in this room like there was a sort of that as the door opened there's a there's a a light on in in a room not the hallway where you are uh it's like yeah you're welcome to stay in any room here you know uh, this is there's, there's a few other artists staying here but uh, don't worry that won't keep you up hmm is this what if we if we peeked behind a couple of doors what are the rooms here like uh, so as you start peeking around, it, it, it's... Have we been scammed into staying into in somewhere, like, real terrible? Um, not terrible. There's no damp or anything. But it's a bit dusty and unused. Okay. Are we squatting? You know, maybe? <laughs> Can I roll yeah. insight for how likely we are to wake up in a bath of ice with no kidneys? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hey. Uh, you don't think that a tabaxi paw would be great for holding uh, a, uh, a scalpel, <laughs> but I suppose the murder mittens would be able to do it themselves. So you're afraid of it, but you don't think it's really going to happen. But thankfully, you're not going to have nightmares about that fear. True. Hopefully. That's true. Oh, yeah, you can't yeah. have nightmares anymore. Yeah. Well remembered. <laughs> I, I remember things we've done this episode. Mm-hmm. Last episode, not so much, but... <laughs> it's time, time ago. So you all settle in to sleep in this room. Uh, before we do, Bramara's going to use gust to just try and get all the dust out of the room. Just try and blow all the dust off. Out the window or out the door? Um, create a, a through draft. So open the window and the door and from the door try and blow it oh, out the window. Cool. So yeah, you, you, you gust the room mostly clean. <laughs> Excellent. Fresh air. Are we, in, are we in cats or are we in rent? <laughs> I think... Both are very plausible. Plausible. It's definitely polyamory. Yeah, but... <laughs> now, now I just want to see polyamory the musical. Well, mm. y'all gonna have to learn to sing, and you're gonna have to write your own lyrics. <laughs> Neither of those things are happening. <laughs> I'm not allowed to sing. Court order. Oh, you're allowed to sing. You can sing if you wanna. You can leave your friends behind, because your friends don't sing, and if, if they, they don't, don't sing, sing well, they're, they're no friends of mine. <laughs> So, you settle down for the night together in this... Eh, I mean, if it wasn't giant, or at least sizable, it would be a, a, a probably a, a double bed. Like a shit double bed. But because of the oversizedness, it's actually alright for three people. Hooray. Probably more comfortable than the back of a wagon. Uh, definitely more comfortable than the back of a wagon. 
But in, in spite of having blown the dust out, it still has that sort of dust smell of a room not often used. You drift off to sleep, thinking you can hear singing somewhere in the distance. Yeah. I will say, the smell of dust, probably not a problem. We, 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 dusty's around us 24-7. We've gotten... The, the scent, the smell of dust is, if anything, you know, comforting at this point. Familiar. I always imagine that dusty smelt like sort of dirty and earthy, rather yeah. than dead skin cells in a house okay. dust. Okay. I was like, dust, dusty, they're the same thing, right? Yeah, despite the name, I, I don't think dusty would actually smell you, you very You make a dusty. good point. So you all fall asleep in bed, thinking you can vaguely hear singing from somewhere in the street far away, and the camera pulls out of the window where you all sleep in bed, and high above the, uh, the, the this cat village of Felixstowe, and you get, you, you get a brief glimpse of uh, Artie sitting high up in like a very tall building, just perched on the windowsill looking down at the town below. And the the camera pans again to an entirely different tower far across. And this looks more biological. Oh. Like something out of uh, like H.R. Geiger art. Mm. Like it, it is a tower. It stretches up from the village on one side, but it... It almost has like like veins stretching up the side of it. Mm. Oh god, does it look like a dick? <laughs> no, not a dick. Um, like there, hmm. it has protrusions on it. Uh, like long, mostly straight. It's all very angular and pointy. Um, like imagine a flesh like not a flesh flesh cactus, but like a slightly more curved version of. Uh, I think it's Orthanc from Lord of the Rings. Mm. Like with all those lines going up the side. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're like, at the end, they're not like sharp jaggedy. They're sort of sharp, sharp but rounded. Hmm. Like it's, think think like the Aliens movies. Like yeah. it's possibly secreted from some kind of resin. <laughs> mm. um, at the top of this thing, you see the old dude looking out. And there is a moment where his image sort of flickers. And then it's just back to normal. Hmm. And the camera pans down fast through the streets, almost back to where you came in, and stops, dead stops, crash right in front of this female tabaxi who looks rough as fuck. She looks like, like part bits of her skin are falling off, like she's got some kind of infection, like huge blood-filled ticks are just sort of like stuck in her skin. Mm. She's not looking well. She's got like a, an ear that's got some like, She's been in a fight at some point and it's got chewed. She's got like scratches down her face where she's obviously had fight with other tabaxis. And she's just got a crossbow slung across her shoulder as she very carefully starts striding into town. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. 
Uh, I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non-cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D&D podcast. I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, and season 7. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Battle of Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. See you again sometime. Oh, bye! 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 bye.